Hello and welcome to Business, Barbells and Babies. This is the podcast where we will go far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Ro Hawley and I'm going to be sharing this time with you. We're going to be jumping into the real life shit, the struggles, the challenges, the real conversations that we need to have in order to not only navigate through the industry, but thrive and make a fucking killing. Let's have some fun. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me. Now today's episode is going to be an interesting one for me to record. Now I say that because this is the area of my life which I do struggle with the most. Um, It is the area of my life in which I have the most vulnerabilities about about, um, and the area in which I do the most work around in order to get out of a lot of really negative internal thoughts that go through my head. So I'm going to be talking about being a business owner and being a mom today and sharing some of these vulnerabilities and sharing some of these things that I find hard with merging and living in those two lives as one. So um, this episode actually was prompted by one of my beautiful mentoring girls, Terry. So shout out to you, babe, for you know, just kind of prompting this thought in my head in which to record. So last week we were talking about some some things that we find that are shameful or some vulnerabilities and how they can affect so many of our actions. And I said to her, well, actually, you know, the name of the podcast in which you've been listening to, babe, Business Barbells and Babies, um, you know, it's no coincidence that I haven't recorded an episode around babies just yet. Um, I actually have recorded an episode, but I haven't released it. And it has been around motherhood. And there's always been other ones that I've put before it because this is the area of my life in which I don't have as much, I guess, like conviction around or confidence around because I'm still figuring it out and working through some stuff. So yeah, um, we've all got some stuff that we have struggles around and we feel shame around and being a mother and running a business can be one for me. So the, I guess kind of the objective of what I want to get through this episode today is have some, share some thoughts with you guys around what it's like to be running a business and being a mum. I don't necessarily think I want to give you some tips on how to merge those two things together, but I just want to share some insight around some of the stuff that I do struggle with because it is hard to do both, um, but it's very doable. And I hope by having this episode today that whoever's listening, who who is a mum or wants to be a mum and is in the fitness industry, that you can kind of see that you can do it. Um, it's not, you, you don't have to, you know, live separate lives. You can merge the two. Um, but there is a lot of active work that needs to be done if you're anyway like me with some of the stuff that I'm going to share today. So so yeah, I guess let's just jump in. Now, this morning I was actually reading a book um, that also prompted me and I was like, all the signs are here to record this podcast. So just jump into the shame shit storm and just go for it. So I was reading a book by Brené Brown this morning. Um, I thought it was just me. And she was talking about how when you have things that are shameful, right, that the, the one of the worst things you can do for yourself is keep those thoughts inside your head. And so we know that if we've got things that are shameful for us and we leave it upstairs, it can run around like a crazy toddler that's had too much sugar, right? And the more that we can open into our shame triggers and the, the topics that are shame to us, the more we can let them out and have conversations, the more perspective we can gain. And the more that we can see that 
hey, it's not just us and we're not this weird alien. Um, and that's why, that's why I wanted to do this episode today. So in, in saying that, I hope to kind of share with you and demystify some stuff around the two together. Um, because it is, I believe it is normal to go through struggles if you're running a business and, and being a mum. Um, whether you do one of those things or both of those things, it's fucking hard, both of them individually. So together, it's just like the biggest challenge of my lifetime. So just to give you a bit of context before I keep moving in, um, my child Lexi, so she's turning three in like two months. Um, and it's an interesting time right now, but like interesting and meaning that it's always fucking hard. Um, right now we're going ahead and we are doing toilet training with her and every freaking day is just, I'm like, how is this going to happen? You know, we, we feel like we're getting somewhere with her. And then the last month she's gone backwards with toilet training. And I'm just, I always think to myself, how the hell do people do this? And how the hell do more than, you know, how do people do this with more than one? God, I struggle with one and I still have her at childcare. So that's where I'm at. You know, she's a, a very, very big personality is our little Lexi. And she is just such a, a ray of sunshine and gosh almighty it's the best thing that's ever happened to me but it's definitely the most challenging thing so if I were to say business and a baby like a baby trumps how hard a business is over and over and over again so that's that's where we're currently at um every single day honestly is different with a child um and I never realized this until I had a child myself I didn't you know I had never felt these experiences and now that I'm here, um, prior to when I was coaching mums and I wasn't a mum myself, you know, I just, I, I didn't realize how much of a perspective I didn't have because I didn't have a child. So it's such a superpower for me now to, to truly realize and be on the same page as a lot of the mums that we train. So it's hard, man. It's so, so hard. And I, I, one of the things that when I've said this to a few people, they've almost got like a bit shocked about it. Um, and I've said to them that motherhood for me, it's really weird for me to say that I have a daughter sometimes and that I'm a mom because like, I'm still like accepting that part of my life. Um, my child's, so a week before we got married in 2016, like on a Monday, we found out we were pregnant and then on a Friday we got married. So there was a lot of things that happened in a very short amount of time. Oh, and I opened a gym at the same time. So like within six months we got married, we had, a, we were pregnant and I had also opened a gym. I was six months pregnant when the actual gym opened. So it was all like the first year of running a facility. It was just a big mishmash of being pregnant and being married and, three big lifetime things happen for us in a very short amount of time. So for me, even though I'm three years in almost with Lexi, I don't feel like I like have it together in this area. I do feel like I'm still very much in like learning mode and apprentice mode when it comes to being a mother. So I know that's why I have got a lot of vulnerabilities around this space. And that's why when I said to Terry about the episode, you know, business and, and barbells, I could talk about that stuff all day at the drop of a hat. I could put this podcast on record myself and just, you know, talk because I've just done so much work in that area over and over and over again. And motherhood is not like that. You can't just like pick up a book or jump onto, I mean, you can obviously jump on websites and read some stuff, but 
your kid is not necessarily going to be the same as the information that they're giving online or someone's told you. So I just, motherhood is something that is a, a continual thing that can change at the drop of a hat. Um, and yeah, because, because that's where it's at. Like, I just feel like I'm constantly on the back foot of being a mother. Um, and I know that, you know, my daughter is thriving. Logically, I know that she's doing amazing and she's such a beautiful little girl that has the best manners that I'm very shocked about. Um, but it still doesn't, because of the vulnerabilities I have and some of the shame that I have, it's still, I still second guess myself a lot when it comes to being a mother, as opposed to being a business owner and being a coach. I don't second guess myself. I very much, you know, if something comes up in the business arena or being a coach, um, something will come up. I'll go through a lot of methodical based steps and I'll get to an outcome based on what I see is fit and what feels good. But with being a mother, um, it's always a lot of question marks for me. And the biggest thing that I felt like that I face when it comes to running a business and being a mom is the time, um, the time factor in which I dedicate to my business. So not necessarily the issue being with like how much time is available, albeit there is, that's one thing that comes on my vocab quite a lot. Um, but I know that when it comes to my business, I give absolutely everything to my business. It's my number one value. And I'm unapologetically, I unapologetically talk about this with people. Um, I, I personally do a lot of work around the Martini values principle, and that's a world that I love to live in and I love to coach from. And the biggest value for me is my business. Now, even though my biggest value is my business, when I'm in a, a bad space or when I'm in a space where I'm feeling vulnerable, I get some shame come up around that. So meaning that I spend a lot of time and energy on my business and I love it. It's the stuff that fulfills me, that makes me tick, that gives me that, you know, purpose for being on this planet. And I know that I'm here to help women discover and unleash their strength through strength training. Now, the shame stuff that comes up for me is that because I invest so much time towards my business and my community, and the reason I do that is because I don't necessarily want the women to feel what I felt, although they need, you know, people need to go through their own struggles and their own feelings and emotions, but I want to offer a space for women to feel strong and be able to explore their strength in, in a safe environment. So it's just so important to me that I will spend as much time as I need on anything in the business arena. And it does sacrifice time with my daughter and my family a fair bit. Um, you know, as a coach and as a business owner, I'm coaching at HQ in the night. So at least four nights out of the week, I am not home for bath time and dinner time. Um, Saturday mornings, I'm at the gym as well. And then if there's competitions, so powerlifting comps, I'm there on a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, and when I'm in those times and when I'm going in ahead and engaging in those those different areas, I feel like in flow, like it's it's my jam. But there are times when I'm like, oh man, you're spending lots of time doing this for others, but is there a sacrifice that's, you know, coming for your daughter? Um, you know, are you spending enough time with her? Are you are you helping her to grow into the little girl and, and you know, the woman that she will be? Um, but or are you sacrificing it because of the work that you do? And logically, I know that, you know, 
I am, people say that I'm a good role model and I know I'm a good role model for my daughter, but when I'm in that state and I've got these vulnerabilities and these shames around the time that I work in my business, it, it doesn't, it doesn't stop. Like the logical thoughts don't win. Does that make sense? So, you know, logic, even though we might logically know it emotionally, it feels so hard and heavy and it just overrides all that logic that may be there. So that is one thing that I do struggle with. Um, and prior to COVID, I was, I, I really felt like I was in a really good space with like merging these two worlds and really accepting that this is where I'm at with my business and this is where I'm at with being a mother. And I have X amount of time that I give here and X amount of time here. And I felt like it was really starting to just feel so good. And I felt really happy about it. And then obviously COVID came along and with the restrictions of the gyms, I had to spend a lot of time like doing a massive pivot going from in person to online and I was just working more than ever and I it threw everything for me I started to go into a shame spiral again like oh my gosh I didn't see my kid that much today you know I feel so bad that my husband's doing this gosh Lexi's gonna be like mommy's working again or blah 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 and I just really started to go into the space and it's funny because we know that when experiences come up, right, like when things come up, it really highlights the, you know, people say the good and the bad and, and someone, but the kind of context is that really highlights the real things that are going on in our head and it heightens everything. And that's what COVID did for me. It really heightened that, hey, you still have some work to do around this space. It's not it's not finished. It's not done. You do still have some vulnerabilities around the time that you spend. And it was very much heightened and highlighted to me when an experience happened. Oh, it was about three weeks ago now. And I'll, I'll explain it to you actually. Um, I went to, I, I dropped Lexi off at kindy and this is when like childcare centers here in Australia, we found out that childcare was going to be free um, during the time in COVID, which was amazing. Um, and, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I need to have some more time because it was like, I think it was like week three and four of COVID. So we're now coming into week six. So it was not so long ago. And anyway, um, I needed some more time because I was just behind the ball with getting stuff done. And even when I need to put Lexi in for another day, you go and ask them and go, Hey, do you have some space available? I would always toy with that. Like, okay, cool. Yes, you can go and put her in for another day. It's fine. You've got Sunday that you can spend some more time with her. And anyway, the first week in which I did it was fine. Um, but then the second time when I asked to put Lexi in for an extra day, um, one of the ladies said a comment to me that, gosh almighty, it just threw me. And I, 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 like, I logically know that it was not intended maliciously, but it really, like, it really did nothing for me. And internally, I just went into a shitstorm. So she was like, um, look, I just need to ask this for protocol, but is there not someone else that can look after your child? And, you know, especially saying that to someone that already has some shame around the time that she spends with her child, you can imagine what went on from there in my head. It was just like, I just went into a bloody spiral and I cried. And like, I didn't say anything to her when she said it to me, even though there were so many things I wanted to say and question, because I was in such a shame cycle, I just like looked at her and I said, no, no, there's not. And then I just picked Lexi up and then I left the situation and I did that and I couldn't even talk because I was in so much shame about it. Like 
Was she thinking that I was taking the piss now that childcare was free? Was I just trying to like take the mickey of what was available? Um, did she think that I was a bad mother because like I wanted to put her in for an extra day? Like all these things just like were going through my head. And once I left that, like that experience, right. And then I went back into the car. I just like sat there in the carport before I like left. And I was like, well, logically, you know, logically that's not what's going on. She probably has to ask these things because there's restrictions with space right now. Logically, the government are trying to keep us working. So they're giving us free childcare right now, all these logics, but emotionally, like I said, when you're emotionally, when you feel that way, and especially when you're in an emotion like shame, it just shits on absolutely everything. And that's how I felt. And so it just, it highlighted to me that, hey, Ro, you've got some work to do here. And that's why, like, first and foremost, I then, the work that I started to do is I started to um, normalize the, the way that I felt. And I talked to a few people. Um, I talked to one of my other clients who I know is, um, she's just such a role model to me. And I ex- explained the situation to her and she just said, she gave me the empathy that I really needed in that space and time to make me not feel so alien. Um, and I shared that story with like three different people. And the reason I shared that experience with them is because I know, like, even when I'm in shame because of what I've read and because of the work that I've done, I know that I need to like open it up. I know that if I let it, leave it in my head, it's going to be 10 times worse than if I actually go ahead and bite the bullet, feel sweaty and feel embarrassed and feel awkward and just tell people. So that's what I did because I know that even though I'm still now out of it, that's a strategy that can help you get out of that shame. So I shared the experience with a couple of people that I trusted and blessed them. They gave me the responses that I needed and they didn't make me feel like an alien. And so that's one thing that I urge you, if you do have some shame is, is talk about it, let it out because it does allow the shame to dissipate somewhat. Um, it allows you to then get a perspective from someone else and, and make it normal because it's, it's when you're in that space, you feel like an alien, right? You feel like it's just you. So that's a big thing that I do struggle with. Um, and prior to COVID, like I said, I felt like I have really figured it out with my routine, with the time that I allocated everywhere. Um, but then COVID came along and it just snapped it out for a while. But given that I felt that experience, I've continued to do some work here. So yeah, another thing that I do struggle with, um, with being a mother and running a business, the time thing in which I spend on my business is a big one. Um, and that's because of my value. Like my value is business. And that's so important to me that I don't want to sacrifice things there And I sometimes feel selfish about it. You know, gosh, if that's all you want to prioritize, you're a terrible mother, you should be putting your kid first, et cetera, et cetera. And then this leads me to my second struggle that I have, which is societal norms of being a mom. Um, Now, like I follow, I I live so much in what I call values land, and that's the values principles by Dr. John Demartini. And we know that there's a set of questions that we can run through that are give us evidence of what are of high value and high importance to us. And my life shows that running a business, coaching, and my child are one, two, and three. However, running a business is always number one. My actions speak business. My language speaks big business. My thoughts speak business. And because of that and because of what society can dictate when you're a mother, mother, your child should come first. And because my child doesn't always come first for me, I always feel guilty about it. 
Um, unless I go ahead and do the work, I know that's going to help me get out of that, which is nurturing my values. And yeah, that, that's a, that's a real big struggle for me. And there was a time where, you know, I did get swept away by societal norms and I did go, okay, well, you need to spend more time with your child and you need to do this and you need to do that. And I also know that from the work that I've done that when we hear words like need to and should to and have to, that's some red flags that, Hey, you're probably like leaning into a world that is not really yours. Um, whether it's a comparison, whether it's a societal expectation, um, whether it's expectations based on someone else. And when I, like I was living in that world a while ago and I would try and dictate my behavior to be in line with all these societal norms of spending more time. And even though I did that and I started to disempower myself because I was doing actions that were not relevant for me, I started to get really unhappy and really unfulfilled. And of course, um, you know, we, we don't always pick it up before it's happened, but if we do enough work and we gain some perspective and awareness around our own actions, then we can see, okay, that this is what's going on. This is why I'm not feeling happy or unfulfilled. And this is what we can do to get out of it. Um, so what I do now is that I spend a lot of time nurturing my values. So what that means is I, you know, I know that business and coaching are, are very important to me. So because I, if I don't do work around it, I feel bad and I feel guilty for having those things. So a way that I do it is I go, well, how do my number one value, how do my one and two values help to benefit my child? And I know that because of the work that I do, I'm a good role model for her. I know that she sees, you know, 80 women that train at my facility. She sees what strong women look like, what strong women feel like, what a strong community is. Um, so I do a lot of work on that realm, really nurturing them and, benef- and, and articulating in my head and on paper or whatever that looks like how my number one value benefits me being a mother and benefits me, my child. So yeah, number two for me is, is societal norms. I do struggle with that. Um, and I think, you know, I'm like, I'm 30, gosh, I'm almost 33 this year. And it's funny because you think that you think that you won't get affected by these things, right? And you think that, nah, I'm a, I'm a boss ass bitch and I can run my own life. But when you, when you become a mother and when you have a child, it's just a different responsibility. It's like comparing that to a business, for example, right? I have a lot of responsibilities there. I run a team. I run a community. I have bills that are through the roof all the time. There's just so many things that are going on. But at the end of the day, like I don't find that it's not that it's not hard. It is hard, but it's just different when you've got a life that is like relying on you. And I find that a big struggle for myself sometimes. And that's definitely like, if I were to say this is my third struggle now, um, is the responsibility of raising a child. I find that a massive struggle. Um, you know, like the way that I talk with swearing and the, the things that I do and how I present myself and how I drive my car and all of these things. I'm just like, is this, is this the person that I want to be to influence a child? And like, I don't, it's not that I feel bad about the way that I talk or the way I drive a car or anything like that, but I just find it such a big weight sometimes and having to go, Oh God, like people say this all the time, right? When you have a child, it's the child's like a blank slate. 
And I remember saying someone saying that to me, and I just felt that's felt so lofty to me. I was like, oh God, I've got a blank slate that's here in front of me. And however this kid's come out, this kid comes out, this is gonna be on you. Um, so I find that really daunting sometimes. Um, and what that means is that because I don't want her to swear, like I swear a lot, right? However, I don't want my child to be the kid that's like going fucking class. Like I just, that's, yeah, nah, probably not appropriate in a kinder setting there, Lexi. Um, so I find that sometimes I'm like changing my language and really trying to be like, oh my God, Ro, like get it together. Don't say that in front of her. And when I do that, I act weird. Like I'm weird because it's not me. So that's the third thing that I struggle with is just being like, an adult to raise a child. Like I don't feel like I'm an adult sometimes, even though on paper, um, I have a very like adult life. I married, I have a child, I have a business, um, I have a house. Like it's just all very like adult things on the, the list of life. Um, but I just, because of the work I do in, you know, what I do in the daytime, when I go to the gym and when I'm involved with our community, I just feel so alive and I feel so, yeah, I just, it, it's interesting. It's interesting that that's a third thing that came up for me. Um, so I hope I'm not going on a tangent too much, actually. Now, I want to come back to some of the like tangible things that I struggle with on a day-to-day basis. So like I said at the start, like the time factor thing, like that's a big thing. Um, and another thing that I struggle with is like the work that I do and the career that I'm involved in. The fitness industry is an industry where we are base we basically work around the times that other people aren't working, right? And as I'm I'm seven years into the industry now and the gym's been open for three years and Lexi's three, as I'm going, okay, what is life gonna be like? I have to really be aware of what this industry is like. You know, it is early mornings, it is late nights, it is it is unfavorable hours and how I think about that and how that's going to affect my child and my availability as a mum, it makes me feel a little bit uneasy. And I'm in a position where I have got a team now so I can delegate a lot of stuff out. So if I wanted to have nights off, I could I could have nights off. If I wanted to have weekends off, I could make it happen. Like, like the reality is, is if there's anything that I wanted in the business, I could make it happen because we have got a number of people that have a skill set that can help these type of things now. But I also don't want that to happen. Like I love going to the gym at nighttime. I, even if I'm not coaching personally with my clients, I love being there. Like I love 6.30 till 7.30 with the girls. It's just like, it's, it's what gives me that fire in my belly. And so even though I don't want that to change, um, I feel like at some point, like maybe I do need it to change or maybe it is going to have to change. So That's something that I'm like is constantly going through my head actually and something that's on my mouth when I'm starting to – in my head when I'm starting to make decisions about the business and I always have to like ask myself and call my own bullshit on my own questions. Like is this a societal norm thing that's making you think like this or is this something that you really want? Um, So I think the biggest thing that's coming up with this episode as I'm talking with you and just, you know, kind of ranting and and leaning it out is that the societal norms thing for a business owner and being a mum is a big struggle. Um, And if you constantly compare and if you 
you know, if you live a life based on expectations of others and you want to run a business and you want to be a mom, and if you just go ahead and do actions that are based on someone else's life, you can run yourself into a really hard spot. Um, and I also know that like, even if like, even when Lexi was born, right, I might've changed my values or I might've been like, you know what, I want to be with my child 24 seven. It, it was really like, who, who really knows at that point in time, right? Because motherhood is just such a big different thing. But based on like my love of my business, I didn't think that was ever going to happen and it didn't. Um, but, you know, I think they say that people, people always say that motherhood changes everything. For me, it has changed everything and it's changed nothing. And what I mean by that is it's changed everything in the sense of like life is, is not the same in the way that I think and life is not the same in the way that like the thoughts that go through my head, which influence obviously the way that I feel and the actions that I take, but it's just different now. Like there's such a big sense of responsibility. You're thinking about something all the time. Well, I am, I think about Lexi all the time, but then at the same time, nothing's changed because I'm still doing the things that I want to do. I'm still pursuing the, the things that like give me like the reason for existing and I still do the things in the weekend or the nighttime sessions or the hours or whatever it might be. So in that respect, nothing has changed. Um, but then everything has changed because I've got less time because I now have a child to care for. So it's a very interesting world for me. Um, and sometimes I think when I've, I've said that to people before and they sometimes just don't get it. And when that happens, like if I were to say to someone that doesn't value business and, and family as their number one, then they're not necessarily going to get it right. Because what that person's world is compared to my, per, my world, they're so different. Like you can't give a manual to a mother, to any mother, like every version of motherhood is completely different. And my version of motherhood is pursuing what makes me personally tick so that I can be a mother and show up as a, a role model for my daughter and teach her to be whoever she wants to be. So yes, there are going to be things that come up when you become a mum and you still want to run a business like the time, like the societal norms, like the responsibility of being an adult and raising a kid, like they come up. But one thing to remember is that like your version of of being a mother is your version and that's fucking cool. And I just, all I want to achieve with being a mother and, and raising my child is for her to have her own voice and stand her own, on her own two feet and be a strong little girl and, you know, just live the life and do what makes her happy as I am doing. So full circle, um, that's, you know, <laughs> this is like a realization for myself, but that's exactly what I'm doing. So it makes me feel really good, actually. So yeah, um, that's all I wanted to share with you today. I hope you can make some sense from this nonsense. Um, I would like, based on what I can remember of this conversation to myself, to you, you know, I would probably in the past stop, delete and record it again. But I also know that if I were to do that right now, what is that going to achieve? Probably nothing. And who knows what will come out the second time around. So I just wanted to share those thoughts with you today and and help you to see that, you know, being a mum and running a business is fucking hard, um, but it's not impossible. 
And you can do it if, if you value both and you can live a life that has both of those things in it. It just means that you have to deal with some internal dialogue that comes up on a regular basis like myself. Um, but I want to deal with it because I don't want to not live a life that makes me personally happy because if I don't live a life that makes me personally happy, I can't show up as a, a happy mother for my daughter. So I will leave you with that and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you got some good stuff out of this episode and you're ready to take the learnings and apply it to your own business. If you want to get in contact with me, send me a message through Instagram or send me an email, H on Instagram or rasheen at barbellbabesbrigade.com.au. Speak with you soon. Okay, bye.